0: Blob Talk Radio What's your sign? Do you know? Let me guess your Scorpio What's your rising
1: To do a couple of weeks ago On generally the transits Of the year Then I realized that on the beginning of January January 3rd I actually had done a complete Show on the transits And I was wondering why was I feeling This uh, compelling need To do an extra show About this year And in thinking about that I realized that 2013 is actually a pivotal year For the opening of consciousness And that's Uh, The reason that um, You know I have uh, Decided to do this special half hour I'm going to do a very very Short little global energy For people who are listening Because they might be excited about that Right now we're in the moon square So when uh, last Thursday's show When we talked about that there were so many Planets in water and there still are So many planets in water uh, Four, five, six um, Seven including Chiron um, but the moon was in Scorpio or going into Scorpio and now it's in Sag and right now we're in Sun Square Moon. So sometimes what happens with Sagittarius and the reason that Sagittarius and Pisces are square is that Sagittarius is very out there and, um, and in a, like all fire signs, has a certain amount of selfishness that goes along with it. And the energy is not necessarily connected with others. It's a self-exploration. Sagittarian, Sagittarius people have a tendency to be adventurous and go off on their own and need a lot of space and need a lot of freedom. And Pisces energy is very connected to other people because it's the... The sign that rules collective consciousness So right now With this moon moving through Sagittarius for another day, day and a half There's a little bit of conflict With these five planets there's five planets in pisces still so um you know if you if you've been coming against you know up against some sort of uh, abrasive energy if you yourself have been feeling pulled in two directions between you know wanting to run away wanting to isolate yourself and wanting to sort of you know uh, break free uh from all of that versus the you know that that deep piscean um, energy that we've been undergoing for a while now Which has been about compassion and love Then uh, that's the reason it's temporary, it's the moon And uh, we'll do the Global Energy Minute again on Thursday So I think one of the uh, the big important things that I see in the chart this year Has to do with the Uranian-Pluto square And um, for uh, for me, sitting and looking at um, the the this Uranium-Pluto square, as we know I've been talking about it for a long time, Uranus is in Aries, Pluto is in Capricorn. We are getting ready for the third exact pass of Uranus and Pluto, and as we go through, I think, April and May, it's going to become uh, more obvious what some of the repercussions are. But um, one thing comes to mind here and it's something that i want to talk about in terms of an astrological um like a little teaching lesson first there there are four um houses in astrology that represent something called the four angles and those four houses in astrology are very important they have this special name the angles because they represent these four facets of uh, human existence that are very important to us. They they are they are our our identity, our home, the relationships that we develop, and then the career that we have. And I think I've done a show on this, the angles. But a quick review is um, that the first house, the house of identity, is Aries, and the fourth house, the house of home, the way we keep a, a home, uh, our own home. Is the house of cancer the relationships that we have the seventh house marriages contracts and other relationships that we establish particularly with with um, professionals or anybody that we go and seek help from those are also contractual agreements um, but marriage is in there that's the seventh house and it's ruled by Libra and the tenth house which is our career which is what we we have agreed to offer back to the world is the 10th house. That house is ruled by Capricorn. Interestingly, the big alignment of Uranus and Pluto has, has these two planets in two of the angles, Aries and Capricorn, our identity and what it is that we're doing back out in the world. And uh, the, the energy for me says, wow, there's a change in our identity, there's com- there's coming a spiritual change in our own identity who we think we are globally i think up until this point of really uh sitting down uh with the transits of this year i've been seeing this as a conflicting energy between you know individuals the the the, the, the plight of the individual against the powerful hierarchy pluto and capricorn Governments, uh, religions, uh, corporations, uh, and and other oppressive structures that have been particularly established by the patriarchy, Pluto and Capricorn, and the need for now a new sense of individuality, perhaps in rebellion. This would be Uranian in rebellion against the, that that Capricorn force. So, a new Uranian individuality. But in thinking a little bit more deeply and trying to go to a whole new layer uh, with this sort of profound shift in, in consciousness, it has to do with the fact that Uranus is actually in Aries. And Uranus being in Aries strictly represents a change in our own personal identity a change in our will uranus in aries change An opportunity to grow through eccentric, eclectic, inventive It's all Uranian, right? Uranus is this energy that promotes a new kind By the way, it also happens to be the ruler of Aquarius And so since if we're moving into the Aquarian age Then the path of Uranus through the signs is actually going to play a big role In the development of Aquarian age consciousness I'm going to add one thing here because I think that there's some confusion about the Aquarian Age and what that is. The Aquarian Age will last 2,000 years, roughly from the year 2,000 to 4,000. But because all energies have a slight you know cusp what we call a cusp the the beginnings of the aquarian age began in the late 1800s when we saw um industrialization begin the assembly line and then in the early 1900s the telephone um things that happened before that like the telegraph and thing you know all the, all of those forms of communication because Uranus is an air, Aquarius is an air sign And so Uranus um, uh, is ruled by air It has to do with thinking and communicating But as the Aquarian age began We began to see a new change in consciousness Having to do with communication Now that we're even more deeply into it We have the computer and the internet And certainly more Changes having to do with Our global interconnected Interconnectivity um, The idea here though is that We're really, okay so in 19, 1960, 1970 When we had a real like uh, the, You know the age of Aquarius And all that, the dawning of, and hair And the dawning of the age of Aquarius And that was about peace And brotherhood because Aquarius Is about that, humanitarianism And a detached a detached Aquarian ability for all of us to live peacefully, again, Aquarius, in the same environment. So our ability to share the Earth together has to do with our ability to see that we are all a part of one brotherhood, that we are all a part of one collective consciousness. The consciousness that's. A, um, Expanded on by the actual energy of Aquarius So Aquarian age consciousness will really, obviously, we will be living it in another few hundred years But how does that pertain to us now? Well, we're really still right at the beginning of it And since Uranus rules Aquarius then the path of Uranus moving through the signs over the next few cycles Uranian cycles, they each last about 84 years. Many of us get to live at least one full Uranian cycle. It's exciting to see the growth of humanity through a Uranian cycle of, of our one individual lifetime. So many changes. But Uranus in Aquarius, Uranus in Aries right now tells me that our growth into the age of Aquarius has to do with our ability to change our identity as who we are, what we are, what we're capable of, you know, bringing to creation as uh, human beings. And I thought that that was very exciting to visualize that we can begin to see ourselves differently. We can begin to see ourselves as other than the way in which we see ourselves now. Uh, One of my students this past weekend was talking about how um, we need to move out of that identity of scarcity We need to be able to see ourselves as limitless. We need to be able to see ourselves as tackling and taking on the problems that we now face and being able to take that on. The old... Way of the Piscean era Which was about compassion And empathy and sacrifice Which we have learned In many different ways We have learned to empathize We certainly are collectively More empathetic About the plight of others Than we ever have been in our entire History But the shadow side of that Aquarian age Which of course began in Roughly let's say in the year zero And goes to the year 2000 We're still in that Cusp time period Between the Pisces age And the Aquarian age The shadow side of that was about victimization Obviously And the fact that as human beings We think maybe we need someone To save us We think we need someone to come along And do the job for us We need to um, uh, Be able to just sort of isolate Ourselves or Escape From the responsibilities that we have The new age The new Aquarian era Is speaking about how we need to be able To take care of ourselves Not only but each other Aquarian It's humanitarianism a real love of human beings and caring for human beings layered on top of the compassion and empathy that we already have in place from the last 2000 years of learning. The the thing about the Uranus Pluto square is that is is the signs that the planets are in. We have the planet of change and sort of novelty and surprise and getting us out of a rut in the sign of identity, and we have the planet of change and we have the and change and transformation, right? In the planet of sort of public, um, the way we the way we appear to each other, the way in which we are operating the world. The way in which the, the, the earthy structure, Capricorn, is dominating a certain way of behaving, or the way in which we begin to think, well, this is the way that the world works. That's a, another earthy word. this is the way that the world world works, Capricorn. and Pluto in Capricorn is saying, we need to change the way we feel that the world works. So we, 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 and it's collective, we actually do. Know that at some level We do know that we need to change The way that the world works And it's happening through a change In our personal identity So when we look At the exact squares Which began in 2012 And and then also Come in 2013 and 2014 And then I think A final kind of uh, Culminatory pass in March Of 2015 When I look at Regular transits for um, uh, you know a, a client or somebody that comes to me There's usually three passes The planet goes direct and then it goes retrograde And then it goes direct again So it makes three passes or three transits When I sat down and looked at the transits of Uranus and Pluto They're grouped into three passes of direct and retrograde Direct and retrograde, direct and retrograde, and then finally direct. And it made a lot of sense to me that in 2013 and 2014, we were going to see real events, real events in the struggle between our new emerging identity and our desire to change the way things work. One of the things that's going to be a tipping point this year is that Jupiter is going to be in Cancer. Jupiter is going to go into Cancer in late June of 2013, and it's going to enter into the the square with Uranus and Pluto roughly in August of 2013, making something called a T-square. So Jupiter is going to enter into Cancer. So now we have... The thir- one, of the, one of the other angles We have the Cancerian angle Or the one that has to do with home But the planetary energy that's being Brought there is Jupiter Which means a Larger home, a larger Sense of nurturing or Caretaking or, or Becoming more involved with Our home, so it's an expanded consciousness About the Earth Itself and the fact that the Earth Is our home, that it caretakes Us and expanded consciousness about the fact that it actually caretakes us, it gives us all of the supplies that we actually need to have a home here, the the building materials and the food, predominantly, when you think of right living in a home, the first two things you think of is that there's a roof over your head and food in the fridge, right? So the Earth is what provides that. The Earth provides the roof and the Earth provides the food. And being that it's Jupiter in Cancer... We're going to have an expanded consciousness about what this home is. Not only our relationship to it, but its relationship to us. And interestingly, also in August, the very first sign that's going to go into Libra, which would be the first one, is going to be Venus. So after Jupiter, Uranus, and Pluto make the T-square, between cancer Aries and and Capricorn and I hope you're all following me a little bit it's it's a very exciting time for change um, and the remember the exact squares this year of Uranus and Pluto are May 2013 and roughly around um, November 2013. So right in the middle of that is when we have August of 2013. A, a monumental shift in consciousness is possible Because Venus is going to move into Aries And we're going to have a, another cardinal grand cross Between outer planets, which is very exciting And Because that's, that's uh, social energy It's not just going to be about personal and society But there's going to be a real change in social consciousness and um it's going to be it's going to come about because of events, obviously events in the world that are um that, that create that are that are uh, resulting from the tensions between these energies that you know the our, our desire to change our personal identity and see ourselves as more spiritual and see ourselves as having a different purpose our ability to transform the way things work which is pluto in capricorn our ability to expand our consciousness surrounding our home which is jupiter in cancer is not necessarily an easy process necessarily you know going to happen in an easy way. That's why it's coming about from a cardinal grand cross. And so that energy, which I see building from especially this May, all the way through in a huge peak of energy in August of 2013, moving us into the fall when then the sun will go into Libra and uh Jupiter's uh Jupiter's in cancer and Mars will also be in Cancer um in, in August. So there'll be two planets in Cancer and um that that will add a lot more energy to the idea of, you know, we need to we need to be taking care of our our home. Certainly has been a big part of Native American consciousness For um, many millennia And it was something I think that they tried to teach us Even a few hundred years ago When uh, you know North American continent got taken over By Europeans, basically And they basically said, many of them said In their writings and teachings and letters to us They learned English over, you know, we were here for uh, a couple of hundred years, really, uh, from when we first landed until, you know, we basically had taken over the continent. And during that time, they wrote back to us and they said, you know, this can't, you, you're you not going to be able to sustain what it is that you've done here, that the Earth can only, you know, we we have to give back to the Earth. We can't just take from her. So part of the big consciousness that I see happening is the realization of that, the realization of through an expanding consciousness, we look forward to uh, Jupiter coming into cancer this year because it's going to expand our ability to nurture and take care of it's going to bring us back to something very basic. The fourth house and the Cancerian idea that what we almost deeply want is to have some sense of home and family and connection to uh, a roots, a connection to our origins. This is a part of the consciousness, and I think that. That, that that my my feeling about um, you know doing a little short half hour right now for everybody was to say number one I know I'm involved in the Thursday night show in a series that isn't going to end um, for a few um, for another month and a half and um, and there was something else that I wanted to say to to us in preparation for this energy now that's becoming very close Pluto is going to go retrograde in April. So it will start heading back towards the direct Uranus, and um, and that's going to really set up the beginning of this new energy. So the, the changes that we see that happen socially in the spring, in April and May, when we have the first square are going to create a kind of culminatory peak of some kind in um, in August of this year, 2013, going on to a yet another peak in November of 2013 when there's another square. It actually happens right around Halloween, November 1st, I think. Yeah, November 1st. So it's kind of November 1st. Halloween 2013 is when we have another uh, square of Uranus and Pluto um, I see this this as an awakening in consciousness, and uh you know when we look back at twenty twelve and we see that The changes that were beginning then, uh, you know, certainly energies that are available to us to learn and study, information that can be passed around much more quickly um, because of our connection on the Internet. This is the expression of the Aquarian age. This is our ability to be a global voice, a global mind, so that we can align with certain consciousness. We can align with a certain consciousness globally If we can collectively begin to align Our conscious thought Then we can influence our unconscious thought This is much like the individual right? When the individual wants to influence Their unconscious mind And their ability to manifest something They can create an affirmation That affirmation is um, Is Anything they choose, right? I mean it has to do with goals or things like that and that affirmation after repeating it into the conscious mind Filters down into the unconscious and when the unconscious can accept it then The power of the human unconscious mind produces the external reality Aquarius has to do with our unconscious mind at a collective with our conscious mind I'm sorry with our conscious mind at a collective level if we were all consciously praying for hoping for chanting for visualizing using as a mantra or affirming we welcome the peaceful unfoldment of our destiny if we were all connecting to a conscious affirmation of the peaceful unfoldment of our destiny The peaceful transition between the old age and the new age The peaceful understanding of our of our world of abundance Then we would all collectively manifest that together I'm Dr. Craig Martin And this has been a wonderful special half hour with you I'm um, going to leave you with... Um, fly like an eagle. Hope you have a good Monday. I'll see you Thursday. Bye-bye.